loose cannon. Jar Jar Jeremy. Loose cannon. Loose cannon. Loose cannon. And welcome to the very first Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy. And uh, for my first guest, uh, I'm going with indie comic creator Ben Goldsmith. Welcome. Yay! Actually, I was thinking of adding in a, a, a fake studio audience and like putting that in. Do you think that'd be funny? I thought it would be funny. My son looked at me like I was completely moronic. All right. Well, you know what? Just in case you do decide to do that, let's let's pretend like it's happening right now. Ready? One, two, yeah. three, go. Audience. Oh, oh come on, guys. Oh, oh guys, guys, for real. I'm the star. Oh. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I there should have been an awe that. there. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, so, uh, Ben. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be your first guest because I think uh, if I, I don't even remember at this point, but I think I, you were one of the first podcasts that I ever did. I think that might be true. You were the first podcast that I ever did was with you. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, was I on my own or? Uh, yeah, yeah I, the only person Look I remember was you. Yeah, That's was just, just you. Test me. That test yep. me. Can't remember any of those other people, right? No. Oh, that was horrible. Anyways, Ben, I have you on because you, you're an indie comic creator. You're a writer, and you have a new Indiegogo going on right now for Chango, The Broken Veil, Act 1. Uh, well, this and is wild. I, I'm so shocked that you had me on when I texted you and asked you if I could be on a podcast so we could promote this. This is I so know. spontaneous. Well, it was kind of strange because I was <laughs> in this world of what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And all of a sudden, I see this uh, post on Facebook. Hey, I'm doing a new Indiegogo looking for people. And I'm like, hey, I do a podcast. <laughs> oh, well, you know what the thing was? I always like doing the podcast. I mean... Uh, I don't want to step into some murky territory. Oh, don't even worry about it. Like you can say whatever. Uh, but uh, I, you I'm know, what? Not... I always loved. I always loved doing the show. You, you and I it would always be that like Ben and Jeremy just sillying up together. So yeah, uh, it was always always very. Jo- so I get to do that now here, right? Yeah, here. all uh, the whole show. Like if you, you get to interrupt me, including a, a, on a pause break that might yes. not be there when we listen to this later. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how, how have you been, what have you been up to, Jeremy? Let's talk about Me? you. Are, you so want to really? So okay. You have a new Indiegogo campaign, Jeremy, that I heard uh, only oh. good things about. Oh, I do? Oh, Wait, that's what? fantastic. Me? Oh, no, I have no Indiegogo campaign. But you, Ben, you have an Indiegogo campaign with Caesar Feliciano. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh, dude, I, I'm a big fan of Caesars. Uh, oh, yeah. Awesome. Red 10? I mean, what? Yeah, the guy, um, we met at Bacon Fest about three years ago, and he brought this up to me through that that then. Really? Uh, yeah, and so I, I got to writing it, and then I wrote four chapters, and then he started doing some artwork, and then got sort of sidetracked, and just, like, uh, years went on, and, and then, because now Seance Room is in full swing, and then that yeah. book, the, the tattoo book. Seance Room, work- for anybody who doesn't know, is a great anthology kind of horror story that uh, uh, Ben puts out with uh, Source Point Pro- Source Point Press. Yeah, the press of Source Pointing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, get it. Get it back, <laughs> <teacher>. <laughs> 
so I actually, you know, that and then I started writing for Mad Cave Studios, the Battle Cats dudes. We have a book coming out from them. So like, we, just got, we all got sort of sidetracked. And then he uh, messaged me out of the blue and was like, oh, by the way, I finished like 20 pages. <laughs> oh, oh, fantastic. Oh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, cool. that's damn yeah which is like the opposite of my experience as a writer where i'm like calling people up being yeah like, hey dude remember those pages you were supposed <laughs> to have for me three months uh, ago uh, uh, bro yeah I mean, like things <laughs> happen like uh, so i didn't read it yet <laughs> uh yeah because i'm crying on the inside oh yes it, yes i know those i know those giggles they're fun uh, they're fun giggles <laughs> So uh, that's the fun giggles is like what you name a clown who's an alcoholic. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no but, but, but he's fun giggles. He's fun giggles. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, right. sure, he's, sure, he's in his car right now, yeah. getting quote unquote ready. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, then he. So once that kind of happened, I, I we realized that it was going to move forward. And uh, I mean, just just quick, so everyone knows, it's the. Uh, the young boy, he gets uh, sort of saddled with this demon. Which... Oh, I was going to go all into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he it, it allow, allows him to see other people's other demons. So, like, uh, you and I, we each have our own demons with us. and Which uh, I think we... is fascinating. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, that that was the hook, right? Like, every book should have a thing that makes you, I mean, me, I, you end up spending a lot of time with it as a creator, so there must be something in it that you go, like, all right, I could spend some of my, you know, quality family time that I should be spending with people that I love. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> doing, doing this instead. Mind you, I have to say, your woman it must be... A, a saint like mine like to allow yeah. us to do stuff like this like these these are really labors of passion and true well and not only that but like i i was gone i left yesterday morning uh at 6 a.m to go to new jersey for garden state comic yeah Fest. I, I drove how back. was it by the way i didn't get to go uh, this year i love garden state like it's a fantastic fantastic con yeah, I mean, you know, we have nothing, absolutely nothing against uh, Sal and those guys because they do mm. everything they can. Uh, it's just a low attendance, man. It, it oh, happens. really? Uh, I think it, you'll probably end up seeing some, like, you know, some bitter creators. Oh, online. yeah. I already saw some of it already, and uh, it happens. Made uh, no money, but, yeah. You know, but at, at the same time, it's like how hard, you know, I, uh, I <laughs> come from, well, here's the thing is I come from the Source Point Press background, which is like that really, like. You guys are out there selling. Numbers. You, you guys are out there like every time we go by your booth you guys have somebody over there that you're talking to selling the book to or or just talking up to a fan or whatever like yeah and that's that's the background that i come from so i always have a, a sort of a hard time gauging these conventions uh because we we always end up doing pretty well but that's because of that mentality yes and, uh, but yeah I, I know the show itself was pretty slow but that i i, I who knows what that was? You know, I, I love sound. I love all those guys. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows when you see that bad press that you can't really ever. Who knows? Who knows? No. Yeah. Like it depends. Like I don't even know, uh, as we all know, my sore little story. I don't know. I've been do out they, a little. Oh, you probably didn't. Did you listen to my did you listen to my podcast? The fir the actual first podcast? Wait, like no, I, I'm not, I'm not calling it my first podcast. I actually explained everything. You told from me my, I was your first. No, well, like it, I, I'm, I'm considering this the real beginning. Like that last podcast was to wash away all of that, all that right. sourness, so, and like that was, yeah. that was um Alan Moore, uh, Swamp Thing Twenty. Yeah, and this is Swamp Thing Twenty One. <laughs> exactly, 
Exactly. Gotcha. But uh, no, I, I, I gave the, the story, my side of the story. I tried to be as respectful as possible. And um, I think I did pretty good at it for how, I, I, I won't lie, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, what's the word there? I, I hold vendettas and stuff, but I, I'm letting it go. Like that, that got it out into the universe. It's gone. And now this, this is the actual official first loose cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy show. And I'm starting uh, with you, Ben, mainly because I want to kind of do a one show a week that uh, showcases the indie creators out there. Uh, it was something I've always wanted to do. And, it, you know, sometimes you have these ideas and like they get mixed up in, with all other ideas and they get put to the back corner. Now well, I get I to put all my ideas out in front and I get to throw them there and I'm going to do this. I will. You're like you're like the girl who gets in the breakup and then gets out of it and is like, you know what? I've always wanted to skydive. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I will <laughs> say that that this is actually a very it's a, it's a very positive way to deal with stuff. I, I think especially like we all as uh, not just creators but adults, like you you go through these moments that are really disappointing uh, for yeah. some reason or another. And I, I think the only thing that you can do with any success is to take something and make a positive out of it. Uh, you know, that's who knows, you know, tell, we'll, we'll talk, you know, uh, Oh dude, don't we'll even worry about, about it. We don't I'm even skipping. have to talk about it. I'm good now. I'm no, no, I'm oh. like, I say, I say that being all optimistic and then I'm thinking oh. in my head, I'm like, Oh, what about when I'm 50 and like, uh, you know, a, oh, a, yeah. a, a leg, <laughs> weird, like travel accident. And I'm like, I, I, I hate that. you I'm all. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, Jeremy, actually, I'll tell you one thing that I'm worried about is the, uh, where are you from originally? I don't know if you've ever originally I, I grew yeah. up in Worcester, Mass. Cool. All right. So you are, uh, as myself, a New England guy. Yes. Uh, and for, there's a thing about New England guys where, like, the older they get, uh, I've seen so many of them just become, like, bitter. more bitter. Dude, like, I, I watched it with my stepdad. I've watched it with yes. a lot of people. Like, it's that, and it's, I don't even know if it's just New Englanders. It's that, like, a lot of it's these like people forget yeah. what it was like to be a kid and to want to, or, or to even be young. Yeah. And, and want to experience life and they're just like get off my lawn now yeah and, and it's like sure get off my lawn like achieves a thing but it's like you then you just get so angry and oh mean. for real and, and i don't uh yeah i just don't want to do that i see no. so that's you know to even i mean i guess that's the, the for me that's been the takeaway of this whole thing is watching sort of everything you've been going through uh and to be like oh this is incredible that jeremy's been able to sort of transition that into thinking what are the things that i couldn't do to the things that i now can do? yeah awesome. no i oh, i even took... we're on this i'm sorry yeah yeah go fucking ahead right <laughs> <laughs> uh no no i i even the the loose cannon thing like i took that oh, and cool. turned it oh, into well, a positive yeah. i like and somebody told me like it's being petty and i'm i I don't think really? so. I I really thought like you know what I am kind of a loose cannon. There was no like uh, I uh, the only uh, the grudge that I hold is the way it was done. Like I, I I as I said in my last podcast, I was kind of ready to move on to something different, even if it was like to stop podcasting. This kind of gave me this fire in my belly to like maybe I should do something, but. Yeah, like now it's like it, it, it makes me laugh and it's fun and I, I've used it and it's no longer about them. It's all for me. It's I'm not trying to be 
vindictive towards them or anything. I'm just like, I, I, I'm going to use it. It was a good name to use. I was like, hey, that sounds kind of all right for a show, too. And, you know, thank, it snowballed into it. I, yeah, actually, I like it. I mean, I could see how people would see think that it was petty, but but at the same time, yeah. like people people are gonna think whatever they want to think. Yes, anyway, they are too. exactly. Uh, I, no. I feel I feel honored to be on the show. This feels a little bit like a no. more raw show in general too. Like it feels, oh, absolutely. You know, because there, oh, you, we're gonna to go. I like bounce off of like fifteen different subjects if it happens. Mm. Well, but, I, you know, I think as as a creator, like we do all these shows, and, and there's different kinds. There's the ones where like even just all right. So like in New Jersey today, there was one uh, Anthony's Comics. The, the, these guys who do all these uh, really like rare, rare collectible sort of pages. His wife does this uh, show, and it, it was good. But but she's a lot of energy, and it, yeah. it felt very much like uh, you know uh, KBB in the morning. And hey, welcome guy? and coming yeah. back up on <laughs> next in the next <laughs> hour. We're gonna have. Um, and there's I've always to wanted to do that too for a radio show. I thought that'd be fun. I thought I had the radio voice for it. Be like, I mean, hey. Look, yeah, well, you want you want to do it now? You want you want to do the rest of the interview as a radio? Oh, show? do you think so? Uh, hey, welcome. No, I want to be, but if you know, if you're going to be the host, I want to be the annoying sidekick. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God! Whoa, Charlie, you're right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but you do that show, and then to to come back and then do this. yeah, no, it, it, feel, I... it, feels, it feels good. It feels different. It feels like that. It could be that like. Uh, the, like maybe like a like a merit of pot of uh, comics, you know? Yeah, you know, like yeah. my my whole uh, thing is one take and done. Like it was kind of the, the one thing I almost didn't like in the last thing was if we had to redo something. I, I I'm not very good at when when I when I say something, it's all ad lib, and when I if I have to redo that, it feels really fake to me, and it <laughs> it makes I, I totally change it up, and I, I, I this is all going to be one take pretty much, Ben. Like there might be a little cutout of like in case we do go a little personal at all. But yeah, other than that, I have herpes. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah. Well, you know, oh, like that. Oh, no, no that, 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 that staying Come in. Jer Jeremy, yeah. when you hear that part, make sure you make that echo. I have herpes, 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 herpes. herpes, herpes. herpes. Well, I guess that's how the cookie goes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the world famous cookies. Anyways, Ben, Ben, back to yeah. Tango. Uh, all right, you're doing this Indiegogo. It ends, I believe. I believe if I've done the math right, it ends July 29th. Am I right? So fun fact, even though you did some wonderful math, we just extended it. Uh, Ooh. So it's actually, this is a weird thing for me. Since this is the, the you know, the Marin of comic podcasts, mm. uh, we, so uh, Caesar and I looked at, it was it was a really slow start, like shockingly. Yeah, slow. yeah, dude. Uh, no, I don't want to be. You know, no, I, I wasn't going to say anything, this but yeah, place, this is the honest place. Uh, so it was shockingly slow, and um, you know, and I'm kind of shocked because Caesar's art is pretty freaking fucking dope. Like, yeah, I, I think I think it we we sort of took a step back and looked at it and said like maybe the video is really off putting. Like we had to sort of look at the and and then I don't know. Of, like I read the what you had for pages there, and yeah. I I dug it. Like I I, I want to know more. Like you jump in the kids on the airplane at towards the end with the dude, and you finally get to see some of the demon. And I'm like, <gasps> and they, they, oh, that's it. Oh well, I'm and your that's rewards I think are like straight to the point. You're you're not giving yes. away like uh 
no, not no offense to anybody who does do this, but I, I don't want a bookmark and stuff like that. I want the comic. Yeah, and you good, guys yeah. went right there. You were like PDF ten dollars, physical copy and the PDF twenty five, thirty five dollars. Well, and, and the fact is, the it's a it's a double sized comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. no uh, thirty five dollars for the print and the double sized comic. Fifty dollars for a personal drawing. Now, is that done by Caesar or? Yeah. So not, not only is it a personal drawing, we so the entire concept of the book, like I said earlier, is you can see other people's uh, insecurities made manifest as yeah. these demons that are with them always, and that sort of that opens up this world of like these really cool looking demons. So where there's there's these two tiers, there's the both fifty dollar ones. One yeah. is where Caesar draws. You tell him what your insecurity, you know, or whatever you're afraid of, or like you know whatever you're comfortable with. And he will. Ooh. He will. Create this could get dangerous. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's. that's dude, I've trust. I've traded in the dangerous. Caesar, program. I have. Sorry. I have a small penis uh, syndrome here. Can you? Can I tell you how fucking fun that that com that uh, demon would be to draw? I, I, dude, exactly. Yeah. Like, he just like. A car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, so so he'll make your demon manifest, and then on the other side of that, for the same price tier. Uh, you could choose to do. I used to do these now, postcards. Yes, yeah. this Ben, I I, I really like. A, a, I thought was really cool and original. And I, I heard you were doing it at Bacon Fest the first time that you were yeah. there. Uh, the the postcards where you write a personal like, is it a horror story or? Yeah, they, they've always been sort of. I and I sort of gauge the person. You know, I'm like, do, can I can I really go for the throat? Yeah. On you? yeah. Because uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like I could make you cry if you wanted, to. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like you can you can always see that there, there's some people who are just they're in it for the fun of it and all, and, and there's no reason to. I mean, it's it's about entertaining people. That's what that's all it is. So yeah, yeah absolutely. I, but I had these I had these vintage postcards and they were like uh, old Houdini because the Santa's room is based on old Houdini postcards. Yes, that's what okay. So I had these old Houdini postcards and uh, old. Uh, vintage uh, horror film postcards and I would write on the back of these postcards I would draw or write people their own horror stories based on their actual fears and I would sort of create it up so I, I retired those because that was a product of not having enough content when I was doing uh. my own but now, with the with the amount of seance rooms and the, the with the all the stuff that I have now to sell, I, I just don't have the time to do that. Um, so we sort of just brought it back only for the this Kickstarter uh, for cool. this Indiegogo. Yeah, that's definitely I, I I love that that that's like something that most artists don't think to do is. Like, because you see a lot of artists, even indie artists at these things, and they're, they're hawking their book. But, like, something small like that to make it personal for a person, that, that's kind of a really ingenious idea. Thanks, man. I, you know what? I can't take credit for it. That I, can, I actually can trace that specifically to this, this cat named Josh Einfant out in Utah. Uh, and he does, he does a podcast, Superhero Speak. Don't and, worry. Uh, I get most of my ideas from other people, too. Yeah. I, <laughs> wait, no, I, I, mis, I misquoted that. It's not Superhero Speak. That, I'm so sorry. That's oh. John Grady. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's Undercover Capes. It's with uh, Al Mega and those cats. Okay. And, uh, and he is just this really, really awesome dude. And he, he actually like messaged me one day. He's like, you should do this. And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah I should do that. Yeah. And uh, 
So, uh, but it, and it was so much fun, man, because you, well, the other thing too is like, you know, you, I don't know, like I had moments with people and they, and they, they'll come back the next year and be like, Hey, I was the, I was the, I was afraid of the Shamu guy. And dude, you're like, Oh dude, the Shamu guy. Yeah, that is fantastic. Um, so yeah, so we're doing that for this, this Indiegogo thing, but, uh, yeah. And, I, and the, the, they're all, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I do, I think they're all great rewards and they're to the point and, uh, uh yeah, no, yeah. You know, my, we just need, we just now need people to uh dive in and, and uh it gets better though ben it gets better that's it are you sure just, just wait for 75 dollars, you get the art the post uh the the postcard and the print and the physical copy yeah, but I mean, for just 25 dollars more this is where i actually think i'm kind of shocked uh i i would like i run a, a comic book buy sell trade page I, I push your your little Indiegogo in there. I I think really, these. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, dude, I, I I'm a big fan of you guys, and like, uh, I, I, the little guys. Like, once you guys get somewhere, that you you're gonna drag me along. I'm gonna be like, oh, hey, yeah. Ben, now you're somebody. Come on the show again. <laughs> I mean, in 25 dude, I, years or something. Okay. <laughs> all right, but but you know what? Here's the thing. It'll go the other way. Is if this show becomes huge and I'm still. Just oh, dude, I'll still bring one. you along. Okay, cool. Thank you. I, I'll uh, still be doing. I'll <laughs> still be doing the indie start. I, I, that's another thing. I never want to be big. I I kind of just want to. I, I enjoy doing the cons. Like I, I, I enjoyed being invited to them. Um, yeah. the, the, the biggest I ever wanted to get was that I didn't have to spend any money to go to con. Right. You, yeah, you get to that point, right, where you, yeah. you're being invited, you get to go, you get to hang out, you get to go see all the things you want to see, and you didn't have to pay or wait in line. Oh, yeah. That's oh, let nice. me tell you, walking by, especially some of those big cons, like you hit Rhode Island or Boston or, or Terrific Con, like, and you just walk past all those people and you flash them your little press bag. Yeah, motherfuckers, I'll see you inside. I, 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 can, I can tell you specifically the first year that I so talk about like a uh, like a um, a disperance. What is that the word, right? Disperance, like a. I'll the, go with that one. I'm not very good with the English language. <laughs> well, so. Um, the one year I, I was at, I was living in New York, and the first time I got to go to New York Comic Con, I oh. went outside, 4 a.m. in the morning, went, waited in line, went downstairs, waited in the queue, that then went into, huge. and then went and waited into a line for uh, Brian K. Vaughn, and then, well, you know what I mean? It was like, yep. I, I, for sure, by the time I actually got to do anything that was Comic Con yeah. related that wasn't just a line, it was probably around 10 o'clock, from 4 to 10, six hours of just one line. The next year, when I, I was with SourcePoint Press, I remember there's a there's a big glass wall between the the entrance hall and the lower area where they do queue people up right before they let them in, and I, I had my cup of coffee at the shop and my my badge. I was ready to go upstairs back to the, my spot, and I just looked through the window and saw that that cattle call. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and dude, I, I was I was like, I'm never going back to that. I just you know it it really was like. A Cinderella story, right from rags to riches, immediately, and not that I, not that I, no, 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 in that, in that moment, that was no, like, that you just made me jealous. Like uh, one of the dudes from So Wizard podcast, uh, th those dudes got uh, press passes for New York this year, and uh, like 
I went to New York one time. It turned me off from ever going as a fan <laughs> ever again. It was jam-packed, wall-to-wall people. I I have anxiety like crazy and standing in line for something. I was like, what? You want me I to have, stand in line for a line? <laughs> yeah, no, I have this thing where I, I, have been, I actually got offered to go to San Diego twice now. Last year oh, this good year. for you, man. And, and I have turned down both of them because I don't. The thing about the Javits Center is because I know the Javits Center so well just yep. from years of going back and forth there that, like, I know where I can go. I like how you call it Javits. I call yeah, it oh, I call it Javits. I don't know. Javits, Javits. You know what? I've heard both. I, that's uh, me too. I, like, I've got no idea. I, I like Javits better, though. I think that sounds um, more like almost like it's a coffee place. Let's go to well, Javits. <laughs> uh, <we> got, <laughs> I'm, working, I'm working on my script at the Javits today, if anyone's interested in me. <laughs> uh, you know, well, it's funny, too, because I think Javits just is like Jarvis. I think, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, but I know where to go there where you can escape people. Like, I know where you can go to take a nap. I know where oh, you can no go kidding. to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just from years, and and then if I go to San Diego, it's like all of the worst parts about New York, minus the parts that I like, which is knowing how to yeah. get those things. No, um, I do know, have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I have one great thing to say about New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went, I took my son and my nephew with me as just fans. And my son has this little Disney autograph book that we used to take around. And I have uh, autographs and uh, original artwork from the likes of like Neil Adams and their Greg Capullo. Uh, I probably said his name wrong. Uh, Jim no, Lee. Uh, uh, Wait, like, you, Jim Lee? you have Jim Lee art? Yeah, dude. My son has Jim Lee art. Not me, because oh, I don't have money for that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, send and, kid in, dude. Oh, no, send dude. I, like, it, it was the Neil Adams one. I almost peed myself when I saw what he was doing. All right, so my son goes up to Neil Adams, uh, and he's just like, can I have your signature? Neil looks at him. He's like, what's your favorite character? My son's big into <laughs> Captain America. He starts doing a watercolor a watercolor no. Captain America. I look at Neil. I'm like, Neil, I don't have that kind of money. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's for the kid. It's okay. I'm like, and from there, like, I've heard bad things about Neil. Nobody can say a bad thing to me about Neil Adams. He did something good for my kid. And F you all, I, Neil, you have the right to snub anybody you want. Like, Dude, that story literally could get him. You know, Well, you know what sucks about that type of thing is like, that story to me would get him... He yeah, uh, free passes for life for the rest of his life. No matter. Oh what. yeah, yeah, dude. Then, like you know what? There's a contingent of people out there who hear that story and go, uh, "I just have to bring my kid." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there is. Oh, I'm I'm sure he doesn't do it anymore. Like you never see him at the table just doodling. And the the war stories I hear about him now, everybody's just like, he charges so much. I'm like, well, you guys are still paying it. Like, well, you're still paying it. And how many of you are making? We're trying to profit. Oh, dude, off? exactly. That's the biggest crazy. Like eBay, I don't get me wrong, I've done it. I've, I've flipped some stuff. It's fun. We've all done it. We've yeah, like it. it's fun. And not not I've never been the guy to go to Comic-Con to pick up like 50 of like whatever the Comic-Con exclusive is, but I've gone to my LCS and picked up all the number one of like, I don't know, uh Source well, Point Press? Yeah, of, of Ogre from <laughs> Soy Point, Source Point Press by oh, Bob yeah. Sally. Huh? Yeah. Huh? 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 Dude, that one. Uh, 
that it's like that and the the rejected stuff man i actually i oh yeah i'll, I'll tell you fun well anyway you continue because i got a fun story about the rejected after oh no no go ahead uh, oh oh actually where was i headed with this oh oh what happened good at uh at new york comic-con my son lost this autograph book he set it down on a table and we walked it away and we went back to the table and of course it was not there at the end of the day, I, the sadness in his eyes, I was just like, look, we'll see if there's a lost and found, but I can bet you a billion dollars it won't be there. Because if anybody opened that, they would just been like, are you kidding me? J. Scott Campbell, what? Like, it, there, there's so many names in that book. It's re And there's also Daffy, or not Daffy, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, the, the Power Rangers. Like, this book is stacked with names. And, dude, we go up to uh, the the Lost and Found, and I tell the lady what I'm looking for, a little Disneyland autograph book. She turns around, picks it up, and hands it to me. I I almost cried. I was like, are you kidding me? You, that some, somewhere, someone had a kid. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? they, they, and they knew what you were going through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's unfucking believable, dude. You oh, I, I uh, lost. You know, what, you know uh, what, man? That was that was the Javits Center. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That I lost my phone at the Javits Center, and sure enough, it got turned into the. So I think maybe people I, are like they say bad nice. stuff about New York City, but like that was that was one of the greatest things that ever happened for me. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe maybe off the yeah. I, yeah, I do. I like New York Comic Con. I like I also no lines, but yeah, the I think the people mm. are always pretty good. You know what it is? It's it's the same thing of like just living in New York. It's like everything about it is so miserable. Yeah, that you're that everyone is just trying to do their best. Yeah, to like I have family down there. I have family down there. No, thank you. I I like to visit. Don't get me wrong. New York City is amazing. There's wonderful yeah. stuff all around. But well, and it's as far as nah. like it's it's weird because it'll always hold a place for me. That is where I was living when I met Kayla Valerio, who oh. became the artist for the Sandstorm, which is why I nice, do what I do today. You know, so I I'll always have a, a nice on, on that. What what how how are you and Caesar? Last I knew, Caesar had moved off to Florida. Is he still there? He is there. He is. In All right. Florida. So like, are you area. just sharing pages through the internet, uh, mail? What, yeah. What? yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Dropbox, man. Jo it's. Yeah, I don't, it's. Yeah. I, I love the internet now. I don't have to leave my house ever again, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dude, if they could figure out a way to just to like to put uh, hologram me into conventions to sell books to people. Yeah. Uh, like I, I want to go to conventions to do interviews, but if I could have a like a pope, a pope car or pope bubble just to go through, um, come into I, my bubble, talk to me for a second. All right, get out of the bubble. It's not air conditioned. Why did you why did you here? I'm comfortable here. This is my home. You came to my home. Um, I, I gotta tell you, man. Actually, the one place I feel that we were—I was talking to this today. Um, this cat, Alex Huey, who he's doing some work for Derek Brook now, and 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 uh, uh, Rough House Publishing, and he's doing some work for me now with this book I've got coming out. And um, he and I were talking on the way home. And are you talking about with uh, Chango or? No, no, no. This is a different, different thing for that sort. The, so Chango is actually not coming out through SourcePoint Press or through. Oh Amazon. no. Caesar and I are doing it completely on our own. Oh, that's um, all by yourselves. 
Yeah, which is why that's the big Oh, that's awesome. Asking. Yeah, and that's why we're asking people for the help because otherwise I would just be like, uh, you know, we'll source point will pay for the printing costs and through my work at, at sale, I'll eventually make it up to them and make it up to everybody. But, but like this thing is coming out completely from us. So that's what we're asking for is that, that production cost. That's all. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not taking any money for it. He's definitely not taking any money for it. He's worked his ass off. Uh, the only thing it's paying for is the production. It's those back end deals, you know. It's all in the back end, right? <laughs> it, it always is, especially uh, when it gets uh, uh, option for good. that well, movie, right? Well, uh, oh. Amazon Prime's coming in on it, right? No, <laughs> just, like, just like Rotten Tail, y'all. Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, this is this is also a, a story that's extremely personal to him. A lot of this stuff actually happened. Yeah, uh, I wanted to get into that. I was reading that, like it, it said, uh, based off a, a true like life events. Like uh, mm-hmm. now, how much do you know about that? Uh, a bit, quite a bit. We have spent a lot of time talking about this. Uh, I wrote the story based on some of the stuff he told me. Uh, sort of just wanting to. My whole thing with any of these things is. I, I want to make sure that this is a, a complete story, like something that feels like you're you're getting the the whole meal, right? That's Beginning, always getting end and a finish. Yeah, that's always my kind of thing, and and um, and even if it's a continuation thing, like the thing I'm doing with Mad Cave, where it's it's it has that potential to go on, it, it still feels like uh, it, there's a catharsis to the way it all ships out in that particular uh, arc. And so with this. Uh, <coughs> That was my sort of my focus, just making sure that I built this cool world, built these uh, interesting characters, and built this uh, the, you know the, the, the place for the demons to sort of play around, and for us to for us to play around and create these really cool and weird demons in these situations. And uh, you know, it, so I, that was sort of my focus. And I, I'm going through this thing, and then I finish sort of like a first draft of four issues. So the whole thing is going to be two double sized comics. Which yep. is, I, I don't know why we did it that way. It just it felt like something like we were like give people more. That, I, that I think it makes a lot of sense. Because also, uh, my biggest gripe, I guess, would be in the in the uh, indie uh, universe, you get that first book, and yeah. then it's like a year or so till the next yeah. book. And I understand that. I understand right. exactly why it happens. But why? it is yeah. it, it's 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 a lot on the reader to have. So giving them more at one time, I think, goes a long way. We, you know, and, and again, this is why it's like weird that people uh, haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm not bitter. I'm genuinely shocked. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to give people as much as possible uh, because then the, that next one, we, you know, it's that's it's two parts. It's the first part, and that's a and then the second part, and it finishes. So uh, so anyway, but I'm writing this whole thing, and then finally uh, Caesar reads it and calls me up, and he's like almost practically in tears. He's like, dude, this is. Uh, a lot of this is exactly what happened. And I was like, what do you mean exactly what happened? And he goes, <laughs> well. And uh, so they're not really my stories to tell. I, and I don't. because No, I, don't. I understand. Yeah, because truthfully, which is ironic since I'm writing a book about it. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, the but that's, that's different that you're kind of his voice. You're his conduit. Yeah. It, well, and yeah. yeah. And, 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 and as things moved on, like obviously he, you know, he, he was never trying to be like, this is the Caesar Feliciano story. That was never a thing. Uh, but so much of the stuff just sort of lined up. And I sort of took that as a sign that it was, uh, you know, the story, that it was a cogent way of telling the story, that it, it feels natural, that it feels like something uh, that is relative to him. Even if it didn't specifically happen, the, the, whatever the connected tissue between scene A, B, and C was, was enough to make him go, that is, that I relate to that. So, um, so you know, he, yeah, the, a lot of, especially like a lot of the stuff with, um, 
Oh boy, I feel like I'm, I'm <laughs> some real dangerous territory because uh, it's it's such a personal thing for him, and I don't want to say it. But I, I will. I, I think he would be okay with me saying that uh, a part of it was that this he has had some supernatural experience, and uh, it was extremely formative. And this this book, uh, although it sort of relates to a lot of that, and then we sort of fall into the gimmick of the different demons that you see them and their their, their shapes, and oh, that's funny that that one does this, and even though he represents that, all that kind of stuff. Um, at the end of the day, the entire story is a mother and son story, and then, yeah, uh, you know, and I don't see that a lot in comics. Even though if we were to take a poll, I'm sure I would put money on the fact that like well over 50% of anyone in comics has some serious daddy issues and mom was there to clean up the mess. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, that's my story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, <laughs> I think we all have some pretty, uh, uh, us comic geeks and nerds all are there. There's some damage somewhere. I don't know if it's what drove us to the comics besides the art, but like, especially getting involved in them. There, us people, we're not, we're not well, Ben. We ain't We're... normal people. That's no, all. no, don't, no. Don't come around here. That's what you do, man. It's like I'm sure it's. I would put money on the fact that it's dad. That it was dad was the problem because for a lot of us, it's like there's a there's, yeah. For better or for worse, that the the creative element of humanity has been sort of deemed as maternal, has been deemed oh, as yes. a feminine quality, and I, you know, so it's always easier to sort of be around a feminine energy when you're creating these sort of things. And so this story is, at its absolute core, uh, a reconnecting story between uh, a son and a mother, and missed, you know, uh, 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 it, it, the ill communication of fear and, and insecurity in, in our place when we are in you know we love the person that we're so scared we hold on so tight that we're so scared to lose them and, and mm. part of that holding on tight is is what's the problem the uh so yeah man it, it's you know i'm thrilled i'm so happy with really how it came out um and caesar has just been killing it and then the dude, the best part is that we got Jason Smith on the colors, and Jason nice. Smith is, he did Spencer and Locke. Yeah, and and uh, and the guy's unreal, man. Like he, so Caesar started doing this like very Mike Mignola thing with it, with these really heavy shadows and these like sort of harsh angles on things, and uh, and Jason, dude, just wrecked it. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled with how they look. That's fucking awesome. I'm gonna ask for a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. So, you got Chango. He he's Rub is he Ruben's demon? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. And um, so, uh, I can understand now why he. Yeah, I can understand now why he wants to get rid of him now. Like, cause like in the synopsis, he he now wants to get rid of Chango, and I, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like. What what exactly does Chango can can we talk about what Chango represents? Is this the loss yeah, of sure. his father? The 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 is it some kind of like does he put some kind of uh uh I don't know if he's like angry with his mother in this like what's going on there? You know what, Jeremy? That was not a loose question. That was a tight cannon question. Yes. That was a tight cannon question. Well, I'm sorry. Question. Like, I, 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 I read comic books. I love these things. <laughs> I love stories. I, especially if I can... It, a lot of the times it's hard. You, you'll get uh, a writer that you, you can't fall into the story right away. I, I'm just reading what the, the few pages that, that are on your Indiegogo. And, and like, I, 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 
that that was two or three days ago and i'm sitting here going all right what like what's going on with this dude like who's chango exactly like what's he represent in ruben's life where's the mom now because like dude's off on a plane all by himself like going is he's going back to this this area where they got the the record right uh, no no well yes yes and yes and no i mean uh so and then here's my question for you. Now. Yeah, I'll, and I'll answer that question for sure. But my question to you is: with all of that, even though there were questions, did you feel like it was ambiguous or like you were lost? No, and no, I wasn't lost. I knew what was going on. Awesome. Like I, 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 I have a sense of how the not how the story is going to play out, but uh, I, I know what everything's re- like. Everything in it, it, like when you see, first see the demon, you're you're just you're not lost at all. Why sh- that demon's there? But cool. the, the one thing I am questioning, uh, I forget exactly what that demon was representing, representing. But it sounded more like it it was a stewardess, and it sounded more like it was her husband was cheating on her. Is it that she's accepted this fact and that she's now just? living with this like what how do i you know so, yeah so we when you see that and then you see so it's it's the stewardess and she has the demon on her shoulder and then you see the pilot and the pilot's demon is telling him to yeah crash uh, so i'm that, like that, oh my god that's when that's when we first see the world now through so when the, when the story starts uh ruben the, name, yes. the main character he is 10 years old and uh, he experienced yeah for some reason I had him at 12 I don't know why and I went back oh, to read and I'm I like I don't 12. even well I, I went back to read and I'm like I didn't see an age anywhere and I was like I don't know why I have him at 12 but like yeah go ahead <laughs> did something happen to you when you were 12 Jeremy yeah actually yes but uh, yeah, well, this this uh, this shows about you Ben <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you know he's he's a kid and uh uh, he he ends up. The, I mean, I guess I, I can tell this much if people are already if they if they're looking online, they can see the stuff. That, so he and his mother uh, are in the the post. They're losing their father, and, and she takes yep. him to this to this uh, Caribbean island to go find this really, really, really rare record. And Fifty her, press. And yeah, and her whole thing. See, is, like that's how I know it's good. I've taken in a lot of like yeah, information wow. from yeah. it. Um, tight cannon. Yeah, yeah, right. Tight cannon. Uh, I don't think that sounds as good though. Like tight cannon. No, it doesn't. But but I feel like it's like loose loose cannons, like Jeremy. And then like every time you just like hone in on a thing and it's like laser sharp. Like that's tight cannon. Oh, maybe after each time I get that, like I can have a like a. Yeah. Uh, I, my favorite thing is like you're gonna make this show a bunch of sound effects I'm just, pew, pew, pew. My, my favorite thing is when you eat something really good i'll always go like put it in your face hole <laughs> uh so now uh yeah so he so he uh they go to, to find this record and they do find the record and ultimately the record brings forth this demon chongo that now ruben lives with so we then cut to him uh, as as he is, uh, I believe he is seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, when you do cut to him, that's when you see the airplane where the stewardess now has her demon, and the the the, air, the pilot has his demon. Because this is now the world that that Ruben lives in, where all he sees everybody's bullshit on display as these little fucking creatures, man. And uh, so that's what you're seeing with those. And then Esu is the character that's on the wing uh, as, it, as it transitions back. And then within, like, pages, if you were to read, I think, four or five more pages, you would actually find out specifically how that happened. It's The, the first bit is a very, like, tete-a-tete, back-and-forth uh, sort of uh, experience of reading those. But 
Yeah, dude. That, and what he represents, because that was your question originally. Yeah. Uh, and I'm shocked that I remembered that. Um, yeah, so- me too. Actually, I was. I'm one of those people. I can go off on tangents, and we can start at what was that about, and we're ending up on. Hey, yeah. look, I got to create a Facebook right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and well, it was like you start off being like, so uh, the demon in Chongo represents one, <laughs> and then ten minutes later, and that's why watermelon's the best bubblicious flavor. It really uh, is so. uh, you know i don't like watermelon as a, a fruit but i love watermelon flavored things it's on. really strange i don't I, understand it at I all i was not going to engage this tangent but then you told me that you don't like watermelon as a fruit i don't i don't i'm, I'm having a, i could eat I, a whole one no i could sit here and eat the whole thing no like a thank raccoon. you it, it tastes like like slightly flavored water like that that's <laughs> got like pulp all in it i'm like I, what what is this <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I am. I, I hate, hate mango. Really, not a mango, and, and not and not Chris Kattan, the wonderful, <laughs> uh, the the fruit that is uh, atrocious to cut and eat. And I, I'm wondering if anybody out there actually watched that. that. Yeah, the Saturday Night Live mango. <sighs> uh, yeah. I'm get, by the way, I'm getting to that point too, where like references oh, yeah, that yeah. I go over people's heads. And oh, like, all the time. What, you, you guys didn't watch Billy Madison every day of your life? Yeah, for real. Um, it's so, so the nineties were good. The nineties were good. Yeah, it's it's also just I was like really tuned in at the time. But I uh, was too back then. I don't know. know why. And Billy Matt uh uh, uh at, that was when Adam Sand Sandler was funny. He I'll tell you his last SNL though, really quality. Oh, I haven't seen his I haven't watched SNL in a long time now. Super quality, man. I would yeah, do it. It'll 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 give you a good feel about it. I've Adam heard again. the the newer classes like really good like all the people yeah. on there are really well, I like watch, sharp I, I have a weird thing about snl like i watch every single episode i've watched every episode for the pet better part of the last like 15 years no kidding yeah actually it's, it's that, a, that's <laughs> commitment man <laughs> my sister and i it's a thing for us like we watch it and then we will call each other the next day and, and sort of discuss the better skits or like who's doing what or like and even at the beginning of the season each year I'll, we'll both sort of like be like oh i can't believe, oh they're coming back oh definitely that's awesome or like be like we uh yeah it's a weird little fun fact about ben and i've read like pretty much every book that they've ever had about snl or uh you know any of the behind the scenes stuff like I, i'm pretty weirdly obsessed with the the all all of what it is Dude, that that's that's crazy. I, I think I, I the reason I can't do that, like even The Simpsons, I loved it as a kid, but I fell mm-hmm. off eventually, and I yeah. think it's because I need an end. I need stuff oh, to finale for me, even if it's like, I don't know, a hundred books. I need I need a end. Yeah, right. You're like a hundred and one. <laughs> Fuck you. What's yeah. Like Robert Jordan took me on. Oh, actually, hold on. Let's get back to Tango. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, damn it. We did it. We did it. We did. We did. Uh, like, Ben, this was only going to be a half hour. You know we're up to, like, 46 minutes. No. I, oh, okay. All right. I will, I'll wrap up. We, we are going to wrap uh, yeah, soon. My wife is, time. like, trying to call me. She's away. She's like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, I'm talking with Ben. Yeah. <laughs> our, our marriage is not as important as Yeah, this. no, never. Uh, well, and, and, and the truth is, too, is, like I said, I've been in New Jersey all day. I got home, uh, got something to eat, grabbed a beer, came down here, talked to you, kissed my fiance and was like i'll see you later uh, so, <laughs> oh uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah she's probably like hey what what happened 
Yeah. Where are you? And then I'll be like, hey, what happened to our relationship when she leaves me? Yeah, yeah, that's Uh, always a fun place. You know what? It's it's to be fair, she gets to meet like Jason Momoa at Comic Cons and stuff, and I think that's enough. Sort of at at the moment, that's enough to keep her around. Yeah, Uh, my my wife has no interest at Comic Cons at all. She's like, uh, Rachel hates them. Rachel hates them. She loves the meeting the celebrities thing, and like she just recently found a love for Riverdale. So I think she'll be excited. If like Cole Sprouse or anyone's at a show, she'll be like interested in that. But yeah, in general, uh, absolutely just hates him i don't blame her i went to my first video game convention and i i had that distinct moment of like oh this is how rachel feels it's like there's <laughs> nothing you know and i love video games but can, can video game conventions it's like just a bunch of like demos that i'm waiting in line for it's like fuck yeah yeah yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let me so let me uh, i'll finish up so yeah yeah, yeah. chongo um you know the, oh the yeah, demon, yeah yeah the demon <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about again <laughs> The demon does represent, uh, you know, it has a very special part about the dad. The dad is going to be uh, an element of the story. Uh, awesome. But it's, I, I was wondering, I, I, I'm not going to ask. Uh, yeah. I don't know if asking uh, how he passed and stuff or anything is going too far. But like, so it's his something where he's not being able to let go of that, that kind of part of his life. Yeah, I, I think you know you sort of meet you sort of meet Ruben at the place where he's just sort of uh, a little bit more numb to everything, yeah. and 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 he and the demon have become almost like uh, like humorously contentious, like a cantankerous old couple, and uh, you know part of that is the numbing element of like we will use our humor to uh, mask over these salve over these awful feelings. And I know uh, that. <laughs> Oh, I oh, know. No, no. Like you related so hard, you just orgasm. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so it's it's that that sort of it's that foil for having that demon is is and uh, and it's we you know for for whatever it is with the with the father and whatever it is with that it, it still is a, a, a mother son story. Um, That's you know, great. They, that regardless of how the relationship was with the father um the mother is very active in, in trying to uh, uh craft her own relationship with with ruben as he is now as opposed to how she saw him when he was younger you know she it, it's but but he's enabled to like let her do that so there's there's so much yeah they're really i mean that that demon thing man like it's like a lot of the stuff that i do it's always like there's that that hook that gimmick that cool thing but it at the end of it it all comes down to like that interpersonal thing where it's like how does let's let's explore this and uh if you can sort of push it up a little bit with these weird demons let's you know maybe maybe that'll be enough for people to let go of their own bias and allow themselves to examine their own uh the connections to the different people in their lives through these characters damn look at you you're like a, a prophet now you know, <laughs> i actually after i said that i blacked out what did i just say <laughs> i'll have to go back and transcribe that for you <laughs> hold on <laughs> Well, <laughs> Ben, and that's why watermelon's the greatest bubble. For real, Ben, that it really is it. Like, dude, thank you so much. I have to say, for my first show, that was only supposed to be a half hour long. That has now become an hour long. That was awesome. I, dude, that was fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much for letting me be the first. And, and- it's a true honor. Hey, good luck with the the book. Uh, people, go check out Chango, a demon sent. Oh, sorry, hold on, I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> Chango, hold on, I- a, a journey of bubblicious. <laughs> Chango, <laughs> Chango, the Broken Veil, Act One on Indiegogo by Ben Goldsmith and Caesar Feliciano. 
they're they're really if you do get to go out and see they're at a con that you guys get to see go up to them talk to them they're great guys to talk to i uh, i this goes until at least august i'm guessing somewhere in there so people please give with your hearts and give to something that looks like it's going to be amazing like uh, I, especially since i want to read more of it right like the selfish you you people yeah, should yeah. give so i can read it yeah the whole thing's selfish i made a thing and want people to pay me for it it started selfish let it continue selfish all right yeah. well there it is people that was the loose very first loose cannon show with jar jar jeremy Go check out Ben Goldsmith on Indiegogo, Chango, The Broken Veil, Act One. Loose cannon.